the system out of the box can also work with serviceware plugins or SaaS that is wrapped into a plugin. That's also something or a theme that wrapped, sorry, or a SaaS that wrapped in a theme or some sort of a combination. So we address all the three use cases. Our backend is actually platform agnostic. It's, you know, it has a bunch of features that you can use and everything is exposable through the API. G'day folks, Troy Dean here and welcome to another episode of the WP Elevation podcast. If you're in the business of selling premium themes or plugins, or you want to get into the business of selling premium themes or plugins, then this episode is going to be very insightful for you. Uh, my feature guest this week is Vova Feldman from Freemius. He's based out of Israel. And Freemius is essentially a hosted software as a service platform, a managed platform, if you like, for selling themes and plugins uh, in the WordPress ecosystem. Now, I can tell you this from experience. There are a lot of headaches involved, not only in making a theme or a plugin, but selling it and doing things like software licensing and cart abandonment and trials and upsells from one plan to the next. And if someone wants to install the plugin on a different domain, they need to up upgrade their plan. There are lots of headaches around that. And yes, there are things like WooCommerce and easy digital downloads, which would require you to have multiple extensions installed to build that kind of functionality into your e-commerce offering. Uh, these guys do it all out of the box. They do things like trials, cart abandon, uh, software licensing. Uh, it, it's a, a fascinating platform. They've been around for about four years. They also do analytics into your plugin and theme so you can kind of see usage and analytics so you can see who's using your plugin and how they're using it so you can make more informed decisions. And they're a rev share model. So these guys have a vested interest in helping you as a plugin or theme author make more money. So if you're into this space, this is going to be a fascinating episode and there's lots to learn here about the business case behind it. So without further ado, let's go meet Vova Feldman. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. Just before we get into this episode of the podcast, I have a quick favour to ask. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe on iTunes at wpelevation.com slash iTunes. Or if you're not an Apple user, you can get us on Stitcher Radio at wpelevation.com slash Stitcher. And please, if you are on iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. It really does help us come up in the search results and get the show in front of a wider audience. And we love your feedback and we read all of the reviews. Thanks in advance. Now let's get back to the show. G'day folks, Troy Dean here and welcome to another episode of the WP Elevation podcast. I'm very pleased to have with me this week our feature guest all the way from Israel. In fact, this is the second podcast I've made today and both guests are originally from Israel. My first guest was Vito from WP Feedback. He's now based in London but from Israel. Our guest right now is in Israel. It is Vova Feldman from Freemius. Hey, Vova, how are you? Hey, Troy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I think, um, I think I had to bump you the last time we did this too. So thank you for your patience and, and thank you for coming back to do it. Yeah, of course. My awesome. pleasure. Now, for those that don't know you, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and, and how you came to be running Freemius and what Freemius is. Sure. Um, so my background, I'm a technical serial entrepreneur, did a bunch of startups, um, and I had this side project uh, that I turned into a six-figure plugin business, 
And one of the main lessons that I learned from that experience is that actually building products, especially in the open source space like WordPress, uh, it's relatively easy. But when it comes to actually commercializing or monetizing code, it's usually much more challenging, time-consuming, complex, etc. You suddenly need to deal with things like software licensing, collecting payments, <laughs> integrating with APIs, and a bunch of other things. Uh, the, the, link, the list is pretty long, and, and that's basically when we, uh, when I thought about Freemius, when I saw that pain in the ecosystem. Um, and Freemius is a subscription-first managed e-commerce solution for selling plugins and themes. So what it basically means in simple words is that we provide uh, plugin and theme developers the easiest and most profitable way to sell their uh, plugins and themes as a subscription-first business. And since the, the whole e-commerce aspect is managed, it means that you don't need to think twice when you take your family to a vacation in Thailand. Okay, we will make sure... Mm that the, you know, the sales and the subscription dollars will continue flowing while you're vacationing with your family. So even if PayPal suddenly changes their API or something, we will fix that. Mm. So everything will continue working. So again, that peace of mind, in addition to a bunch of you know, good things. And one of the things that we learned during the four plus years that we've been running Freemius is that uh, offering a modern e-commerce platform is one thing and it's really important, but uh, since product people in general, developers uh, tend to focus on the product side of things, they typically neglect the other things that many times can make much bigger impact than actually adding another feature. Um, so our business model is a revenue share based, which means that our interests with our customers or our partners are aligned. We make money only when our customers make mm. money. So we have a selfish interest to actually, you know, look under the hood of the business and proactively helping mm. them. Um, doing experiments with pricing, uh, introducing capabilities like experimenting with trials, maybe monthly payments, depends on the product. Mm. Uh, but we, we try to, the way I see us is an extension, uh, uh, like the monetization team of the partners we work mm. with. Because that's our expertise and that's where we can actually make a big difference. Mm. Uh, so that's kind of freemius in a few awesome. words. So I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I can hear some of my audience listening to this. And they're saying, but hang on a second, Vova. I'm a developer. I developed a plugin. I know how to use easy digital downloads and WooCommerce and Stripe subscriptions. I'm good with code. Why do I need you? I'm just going to do this myself because most people... Now, let me just say this. I get it. I totally get your business model. I've seen enough of what you guys do to understand it, uh, and I see the benefit in it. But most people listening to this are not going to want to share their revenue with someone. They're going to want to try and save that money by doing it themselves. What do you, what do yep. you say to that kind of objection or that kind of mindset? So uh, we hear it all the time. Right? Sure we do. deal with developers all the time. So developers have that mentality of, I can do everything myself, right? I don't need anyone else because I have the power of development. But one important thing that developers keep forgetting is that their time also costs money, right? So for some reason, they uh, 
they don't look at their time as an asset at all, right? So yes, ADD, WooCommerce, whatever other solutions, it's a good solution to get started with, but you get something very basic and very quickly you will learn that, first of all, it requires a lot of your time because you need to keep maintaining the product, right? If you just install EDD once and you don't update WordPress, you don't operate you know, WooCommerce or any of the ex extensions, perfect. You, you, you're all set in that end. But the, the fact is that software keep evolving. Mm. There's security issues, WordPress releasing new updates, mm -hmm. and all the e-commerce solutions also have to release updates to keep up with the pace of the technology movement. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then once you already have 20 extensions, mm. you know, 20 WooCommerce extensions on your store, good luck, you know, updating your WooCommerce and now testing and see which of the extensions is still working or others that are buggy and you need to fix them, etc. cetera. Um, so that's the difference between actually self-hosted and managed. Yes, if you, you know, if your time doesn't cost a lot, right, and you have a lot of that, and you actually going to focus on the e-commerce aspect, you can do that. But yeah, most developers, even businesses, larger businesses that making you know, $1 million plus a year, which are larger businesses in our ecosystem here, they are still neglecting the whole e-commerce part of things. And that's what actually makes big difference. The fact that you're a developer doesn't mean that you know how to optimize your checkout page. Mm. The fact that you are a developer and can't set up, you know, WooCommerce or EDD uh, doesn't mean that you know how to configure the whole marketing automation in place. So there is a lot of knowledge and experience, uh, know-how, right, that involves in running a business, any type of business. And we can come in addition to the modern technology that some of those products, WooCommerce or EDD, they were not, if we're looking, WooCommerce was mainly made for selling physical goods. EDD was you know, another lever for selling digital goods. But since we're focused on that specific niche of plugin themes, as more you focus, the better results you can get. And we have numbers right now because we have many developers or many businesses that transition from competing solutions and our performance after our revenue share is much higher than all the others. Interesting. Uh, and because of all the best practices that we put in the system and everything is coming as a uh, one suite of solutions and not you know a bunch of different extensions that every extension is not working smoothly with all the others. And so all of that together, you get more money in the end of the month. You, have, you don't have the maintenance hassle. Um, and we also solve tax-related issues like EU VAT because our financial model is coming as a reseller. So all the tax thing, sales taxes, I yeah, mean, gotcha. it's seamless for yeah. our partners. So that's a similar model to ClickBank, right, where they actually become a reseller of your product and you just pay them a commission, yeah? Got yes. It. yes. So um, how much control do I have? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tee you up here so that you can really talk about the, really talk about the features of Freemius. Uh, so I like to tinker, right? We have uh, sales pages set up on WordPress. We have our shopping cart through Infusionsoft, which I have a love-hate relationship with, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, our marketing automation is Infusionsoft. It does a pretty good job. Our, our 
serial number licensing our developers do that we have an office in the philippines with some developers who look after that i couldn't even tell you how that happens but they just write some scripts that make that happen and then we you know set up a wordpress user once somebody buys and they log in and they get their serial number it's not through edd it's all custom we just did it ourselves so my question is if i'm using something like freemius how much control do i have over the checkout page and then like the email sequence that happens once somebody signs up yep so one thing that it, it, it's kind of important to understand when you start to use Freemius is that we are a very opinionated platform. Hmm. It's also part of our team. And the reason for that is we have a lot of experience in these things. Hmm. So if you want to have like full control of everything, probably Freemius is not for you, right? So we don't have a lot of uh, user-facing user interaction hmm. with the uh, customers. Hmm. It's mainly the checkout, which you can customize. You can actually add your own custom CSS and make the look and feel, uh, you know, more uh, look more like your website or whatever. Uh, but it's very the structure, for example, it is something that we provide you after already running a lot of A/B <clears> testings, <throat> right? We have the the benefit that we see a lot of transaction going on because we're a service, and you know, we see that. Uh, our checkout process of the transactions for everyone, right? So we can run experiments that you as an independent developer don't really have the volumes to run those experiments. So we can optimize that. Same about emails, like everything is so integrated into each other and already optimized based on performance, and, you know, bottom line things. We don't want you to have that ability, at least not for the short run to actually play with that because we know what works already. Mm. Uh, yes, plugins and you know there are different plugins, but they're all WordPress plugins, and we all know what are the business models of plugins out there. Like everything is very structured, so we try to get the best results from whatever configuration you set up. So we, we give you the flexibility of a set of you know uh, best practices settings, mm -hmm. right? That we guide you as a developer that you can configure, and from that the engine doing a lot of things automatically, including how the emails will look like based on a different email, uh, based on a different configurations. As an example, uh, let's say you are selling trials. So one of the uh, killer features we have is the ability to, you know, selling trials with a payment method or even trials without any payment method mm -hmm. to developers. Um, so, and we also offer a cart abandonment recovery solution, oh, okay. which is out of the box. You don't do anything mm -hmm. with that. So it's all integrated together. So for example, the, the cart recovery sequence, the first email is, you know, the standard, you forgot something in the cart, click here to continue checkout. The second one is already more intelligent. So yes, we tell you, you forget, you know, another chance, maybe you want to check out, or maybe we also offer a trial, you can click here to subscribe to the hmm. trial, right? So it's, it's all kind of following best practices based on your configuration. It must be really difficult uh, as that kind of managed solution to keep all of your customers happy all of the time. That, that is correct. <laughs> uh, but, but I would say I think we're you know, communicating that very well. We're not hiding that. Yeah. Right? So developers that start using freemiums, they understand that, okay, we are basically partnering with a company mm that knows, understand the business side of things in plugins and things much better than we are, let them take that lead. 
Got it. Right? They, they have proven record of improving, you know, the business's bottom line. So I think we see that methodology. And obviously, if there are like good suggestions or requests from the community that we see they're valuable, right? We, in the end of the day, like we're continuing to develop the product every single day. So we're introducing more features, more capabilities. But unlike, if I'm looking our, on our competition, their business model is usually, you know, selling extensions, mm -hmm. right? So as a, for Slack extension is a great example, right? Developers like to work with Slack and it's cool to have your payments, for example, you know, pop up as notifications on mm -hmm. Slack. It's a cool feature. And maybe if we were selling extensions, we would develop such a capability because it can sell. But since our interest is similar to the interest of the developer making more money at the end of the day with less hassle, we understand that this feature is cool, but it's really nice to have. It won't have any impact on your sales. So our focus, like we're super focused on, you know, working on and prioritizing the things that will actually make an impact. So the lack of resources to develop everything is actually good because we focus on the things that really matters. This is a very meta question, but if I was selling a plugin that was a core plugin but then had extensions that other people could buy, would I be able to sell the plugin and the extensions through Freemius? Yeah, you, you can do everything. So all the business models that you're familiar with in the WordPress space, you can do that with Freemius. So you can sell extensions, you can sell bundles of extensions, you can sell memberships, uh, you can sell plans, you can sell, you can upsell, you know, uh, multiple licenses mm. for the same product. Mm. All the things that you're familiar with, you can do that with Freemius. And it's not, I understand it's non-exclusive, right? It's not exclusive. We're not a marketplace, right? So we are, we are a partner. We do. We're, we don't want to hide your brand behind the scenes, yeah. you know, and put freemium up front. It's not the case. So I could effectively take a plugin that we're already selling somewhere else, and I could effectively put it on the freemium platform and just test it for three or six months and see what happened. And it wouldn't necessarily hurt my existing sales funnel in our own domain because it's a separate channel. It's a, it's a separate sales channel. I'm still responsible for doing the marketing because you're not a marketplace, right? I'm still responsible for doing the marketing. So I then have like like a, a what's the URL of the sales page where I would send people? Is it like a subdomain.freemius.com or? So we, we, we recommend to open, we provide you a JavaScript snippet that you can hook to whatever button you want. So you can sell from any website uh, and it will open it as a model dialog oh, box. It. it looks seamless as your website. Right. So. And it's also performing much better because, you know, one click, it's there. You don't need to. There's no redirects, yeah. nothing. Um, uh, do you do one-click upsells at all? Uh, not at the moment. Okay. Uh, no. um, I wasn't trying to trip you up there. I was just genuinely interested because yeah, one-click one upsells are definitely a thing. Like, it's definitely you're leaving, you know. You, yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. They, 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 it's they definitely work. a high priority. Yeah, they work. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what's the pricing model? If I'm if I'm just starting out, because uh, I'm already thinking, right? I'm just going to be completely transparent. I'm already thinking, and I'm going to give this to my business partner because he's kind of in charge of this. But we have plugins that we sell. We have developers who spend a lot of time making sure 
that the sales cart is open and updating plugins and, you know, now there's a new version of PHP on the server and we're going to update all these things and we spend a lot of money on hosting to make sure it doesn't go down, right? Um, what's the yeah. what's the pricing model if I'm starting out and I just want to put a plugin on Freemius to begin with? How does the pricing work? What's the rev share split look like? Sure. So I will jump a little further. We are rev share is seven percent after you cross the five thousand dollars in lifetime sales. Huh. Okay, it's not monthly; it's lifetime. Huh. And the reason for that is because we realize that on the initial stage our support load is much higher because it's like the integration period. Uh, and we can't really, like, we are helping everyone. We're not selectively helping to people that we believe that they would make more money or less money. Uh, we're not there. So that's the initial stage, the commission or the revenue share is slightly higher because that's our way to get the return on investment. Sure. And we're not always getting that because there are developers that will integrate and won't make a dollar, yeah. right? Some of them. Uh, on the initial $1,000, uh, we take 27%. Mm -hmm. Then from 1000 to 5000 is 17%. Uh -huh. And then it's 7 Cool. Uh, and the, the reason the numbers are kind of weird, right, 7, 27, 17, and not 10, 20, 30, is because uh, we realize that payment gateways are changing their uh, pricing all the time. And we can't change, adjust our pricing based on theirs. So we split that into two. So it's also important to say, and as a transparency, that our cut is excluding the gateway fees. Mm, got it. And also sevens tend to convert better than round numbers, right? So uh, saying it... It, it just <laughs> happened like that, yeah. <laughs> but it's yes, true. Sevens do convert. Um, what was my next question? So, you know, so let's just talk about this for a second, right? I'm doing $100,000. Let's say, for example, I'm doing $100,000 a year in revenue. I paid 27% for the first thousand. I pay 17% for the next, you know, 4,000. But then I'm up and about and I'm doing 100 grand. I'm paying you seven grand a year for a whole bunch of stuff that I don't have to worry about. And as you say, I can literally be on holidays in Thailand for two weeks. And if something goes down, I don't, I just not, I don't care, like Stripe update their thing and whatever, like it doesn't matter because you guys just handle it, right? Yeah. All I gotta do is make, all I gotta do is make sure my website is up so that people can come and check out uh, the, the, the product and then they click the buy button and then they're in your ecosystem, yeah? Yep. Um, yep. What about, and obviously then we handle support for our customers who email us. What about billing support? How does that work if like if, Somebody's like, oh, look, I need to update my credit card. Did they email us? Did they email you? How does that work? So, uh, first of all, we have the most advanced users dashboard out there, or what it's called the members area. Huh. Okay. So, literally, we provide a whole dashboard where uh, customers or users can control everything. Mm. They can control their billing. They can change their VAT. They can update invoices. They can change their payment method upgrade, downgrade, all the possible scenarios that you, you think. Also, we had we added intentionally uh, an FAQ section inside the dashboard to make it self-serve. Mm. So every typical use case, you can go, the, your customer can go to the FAQ and we'll see how to do that inside the dashboard, mm. right? With direct links to the dashboard. So everything is very easy. The second thing, we're also adding an account section inside the WP admin dashboard. Mm -hmm. So your customers can manage their account as long as they have the plugin running also from their WP admin Ooh, dashboard. Oh, that's fancy. So it, mm. it, 
Yeah, so it, it's very you know easy for them to do that. Um, if customers do contact us, if it's billing related issue that we can solve, we just try to solve that without you know involving you as the vendor. Um, if it requires your attention, because also sometimes people you know reach out and ask product related question, yeah. just forward them to you. Um, but we we do take the responsibility when it comes to components that related to freemium because we want to make your experience as great as possible. Yeah. Um, what about currencies? What which currencies do you support? Um, so it's a good question and good timing because we just introduced multi-currency. Uh, so we right now we support US dollars and euros, and we can also uh, for selected partners open British pounds. Cool. And the way we actually the, the reason for that uh, that we don't we don't support other currencies is because we had to find a way uh, to introduce more currencies without increasing our fees. Yeah, of course. And we found ways to do that. We had to open, you know, legal entities in Europe, etc., yeah. because the U.S. is very restricted. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is totally. I know. Um, and yeah. you pay the merchant. Uh, how, how often do you pay out to the to the to the once a month? Monthly. Okay. Once um, yeah. So I'm totally just using this as a free consulting session for me to get my head around, you know, the use case because I I am a potential customer, right? So I think this is this is interesting because for the people listening to this, we are a plug-in business. We're, I mean, I, you know, without going into too many details, we're I can tell you we're a multiple six-figure a year plug-in business just with one of our plugins. So I'm already looking at what it, what does it cost us a year to support that. Not the plugin, but to support the e-commerce around the plugin. Like, how much are we paying Infusionsoft? How much are we paying for our hosting? How much are we paying our developers to maintain it? I think if we could free our developers up from worrying about this stuff, they could just get on with building more plugins, which would mean more value to our customers and more revenue for us, and let someone else worry about the the e-commerce stuff. Um, so, next question is: If what if I've got six or seven plugins? Am I paying? Well, I'm just paying you a percentage of sales, aren't I? It's per account, if that's your question. It's not per product, right. which means that if you already cross the 5K yeah. with one product, yeah. you're good. You're on the 7% for all of them. And one thing that I want to mention, you you, uh, you said the word expense. I'm calculating, you know, how much will that cost mm. me? Uh, I Like we keep getting that question every single time when someone that's already making money, you know, thinking about transitioning to freemium. And my answer is that, uh, you, I mean, you don't need to, but there are two ways to look at that. There are two. There is one way: how much will that cost mm. me? Or the other way is how much more money can I make with free news? Mm. Okay. And well, in theory, right? Let's assume that I could guarantee that you will increase your bottom line, your revenues by hundred percent. Mm. Will you be okay giving me twenty percent <laughs> if I can guarantee? No problem. Right? No problem. Okay, yeah. so I. I can't really guarantee yeah. that, but we have average numbers, mm. and every single developer that moved to Freemium is making more money uh, after our cut. And just an example, only our cart abandonment recovery uh, solution increases revenues by 7.5%, wow. right? So you get the money back right away. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't yeah. mention a lot of other things that we have. For I don't know how much you're paying and what solution you use for affiliation, uh, platform, but we also have an affiliate platform out of the box, which is 
fully featured, very flexible. So you don't need to pay for that well, as well. I, I, well. And more of this component. Oh, let, let, let me tell you, we don't have an affiliate program. And let me tell you why. Because infu- we sell through Infusionsoft, right? Infusionsoft's, ref- what they call it, their referral partner program. Infusionsoft's referral partner program is so bad that Infusionsoft don't even use it themselves, right? Uh, they use uh, NetForce or something connected to Salesforce, I don't know. Uh, so we don't. We actually just don't have an affiliate program for the video user manuals plugin. I know we're leaving money on the table. By the way, let me just also say this. Uh, the video user manuals plugin, I actually think, makes money despite our efforts because we just don't, we don't have Infusionsoft. You can do cart abandonment. Is there a cart abandonment sequence set up in Infusionsoft for that plugin? No. Why? Because you know we f- we focus on WP elevation and our online courses. Video user manuals. We don't put any advertising dollars into it. It just sells organically. We 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 put a lot of effort into the product, but we don't actually put a lot of effort into the marketing of the product at all. Um, it's a miracle that that thing has grown to where it is uh, because we don't give it a lot of love in terms of the marketing and the e-commerce and all that kind of stuff. So the, I have no doubt in my mind that there is low-hanging fruit that you guys could help us um, improve there. And we just don't have the resources to do it because we're focusing, you know, we're focusing on the education side of our business. So uh, it's definitely a conversation that we will continue and that's also something that I'm telling to developers or any product people, what is your business, yeah. right? Your business is not the e-commerce. It's not an e-commerce platform. Right. Your business is, you know, training. That's what you're really good yeah. at. So if you take your know-how and your resources and put them in what is actually your expertise, you can get much more from yeah. that than working on things that that's not yeah, your core business. That's right. It, it's like... It's like, you know, in, it's like building your own Google Analytics for your website. Yeah. There's no reason to do yeah. that, right? Yeah. Uh, it's like, I actually think, I had this conversation in one of our groups the other day. Uh, one of our members is saying, um, I'm really excited because I'm going to spend the next few weeks rebuilding and redesigning my own website. They're, they're an agency, right? And I just chimed in and I said, please don't spend any time designing and building <laughs> your own website. You are too close to the for- to the trees to see the forest, right? Uh, hire someone else to build your website or partner up with someone else and you build their website and let them build your website. Like you shouldn't be doing it. Right. Don't build your own website. It's like the mechanic never fixes their own car. Like and and, right. and you know, it's really common massage therapists have other massage therapists that massage them, right? Hairdressers have another hairdresser who cuts their own hair, right? So you shouldn't be building your own website if you're a web design agency. You should have another agency do it. I know it's controversial, but that's my opinion, and I'm entitled to it. Um, so um, the, the other question I had for you, oh, um, there was something you mentioned. Um, uh, the it's it, So it's just plugins and themes that you sell, and it's just WordPress plugins and themes that you sell through Freemius, right? So uh, we also, like the system out of the box can also work with serviceware plugins mm-hmm. or SaaS that is wrapped into a plugin. Mm-hmm. That's also something, or a theme that wrapped, sorry, or a SaaS that wrapped in a theme or some sort of a combination. So we address all these three use cases. Our backend is actually platform agnostic. It's, you know, it, has a bunch of features that you can use and everything is exposable through the API. But we do prefer to focus on that niche market at the moment. Mm. And 
the reason we do that is uh, if we really want to offer a five-minute integration experience, we have to offer something that you know will work out of the box. And since WordPress is so structured, mm -hmm. and you know we know exactly you know how where the menu is going to be located, how to connect with the hooks and filters and everything, we have our WordPress SDK, which literally developers can start selling and have all the capabilities that I mentioned in a matter of minutes. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we can't really offer if we tell you, hey, okay, we have this, we do have the API documentation, you know, good luck, go implement yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That will take time. We can't really do that in five yeah, minutes. I understand. Uh, now also tell me about the, I saw this on your website. Tell me about the analytics and the insights that you can, because that is one black box in my business. I really don't have much idea as to how our customers are actually using our plugins. So what can you tell me about that? Yeah, so uh, it's actually funny because that was the first like product, we call it a product when we launched it and that, that how the community learned about free news. Like many people thought that Freemius is the analytic solution for plugin and theme developers. Mm. Uh, so when, when I started working on Freemius, you know, I, I had like a build an, an MVP and start to talk with uh, uh, other plugin and theme developers to get their feedback insights. And I noticed that, you know, some of them were more excited, others less excited. Uh, but one thing that I noticed is it doesn't matter what platform you're using, whether you are a newbie developer that just thinking about selling or someone that already making millions of dollars in sales, they were all so excited about analytics. Oh, I can see who using my stuff, you know, who are the people. So we, that was kind of the, okay, we can use that as, you know, as a, uh, I wouldn't say growth hacking project, but a way to penetrate the market because we're kind of the new uh, solution on the market. We came after EDD WooCommerce, so we were a totally new player but no one was doing analytics. So we said, we, we can you know, start with us, start building relationships with different vendors uh, so they will you know, uh, gain some trust in our software, in what we do, in the way we communicate. And later on, it will be much easier to actually move to the monetization part. Mm. But the analytics was actually just a feature because we believe our background is software service startups, there is no such a thing in a startup world like that you are, you know, you have, you're selling something or you have a product and you don't know your numbers. Mm. Like how can you really build a product without making decisions that are based on data and not guesses, right? So it was like, of course we have to have analytics and we did it from day one just to support the business because we want to push developers to be data driven and not, you know, follow noisy, uh, feedback from angry customers yeah, yeah, yeah. or things like yeah. that. Uh, fascinating. Um, where can people learn more about what it is you're doing and how can they get started with Freemius? Is there like an onboarding process or do you accept anyone who wants to sign up? How does that work? So we accept, I mean, you, it's a self-served service. Gotcha. So you can go and register freemius.com. Freemius is like uh, freemium, the business model with S in the end, freemium subscriptions. Got it. That's where it's coming from. Uh, I would highly recommend to check out our blog, freemius.com slash blog. We cover everything that is related about the business side of the WordPress plugins and themes economy. Uh, can be pricing, psychology, marketing tips, uh, licensing, 
literally every th everything that you uh, are not sure about, there is a blog post that talks about, you know, whether I should sell add-ons or plans, whether I should go for a premium versus premium model. Uh, should I sell a lifetime license? Should I do monthly uh, prices, trials, affiliation? Everything is covered there, and specifically for plugins and themes, because there's always a different angle. It may, you know, you can read like generic articles about those topics, they're good, but our ecosystem, our bubble, the WordPress bubble is different. It has its own dynamics and nuances. So we, Try to focus on the things that are different, specifically for that market. Awesome. How do, where do you source that content from? I mean, I'm sure you're not the one writing all the content. Uh, so actually everything, 95% of it is something that we've written huh. uh, internally, and we prefer to actually write it inside. We try to work with freelancers, but they just don't have the real knowledge. I mean, they will do the research, you know, yeah. read about it online, but they don't have the experience to actually talk about this stuff. They don't have access to the data that we have, yeah. right? We have more than 500 products that running freemiums, wow. so we see their data, right? And like we see a lot of transactions and numbers and A-B testing and experimenting. So yes, most of the content is actually something that we, we're running. Wow. Awesome. So freemius.com is where people go to check it out and just self-service. They can sign up, register for an account and start uploading their plugins and adding their, their plugins to the ecosystem and then start using your code on their websites to drive sales. Awesome. Yep. And of course, if you want to reach out, you know, questions, anything, support at freemius.com. We're always happy to help. We also have a very, very strong Slack community. Right now, over 250 uh, sellers. Oh. Not all of them from freemiums. We're trying to build a community around because it's like-minded people that yeah. you know facing similar challenges. Yeah. Uh, so it's a great way to you know tap a community of like-minded people that you know having the same experiences you can learn from, potentially collaborate. Mm. Uh, so that's also a perk that you get, you know by joining Freemius. Awesome. Love it. All right, freemius.com. We'll leave uh, that link in the show notes and everything else related to this episode we'll leave in the show notes, which will be at wpelevation.com slash Vova Feldman, I believe. Yes, V-O-V-A-F-E-L-D-M-A-N. Cool. Uh, so I will send people there to check out all the links. Hey, Vova, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And and I'm sorry I, I blew you out last time, but I'm glad you could make it back this time. I really appreciate you getting up early in Israel for the show too. Thank you so much. Awesome. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, keep in touch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is an episode of the WP Elevation podcast. Please subscribe. Leave us a rating and a review over at iTunes. You'll find us at wpelevation.com slash iTunes and uh, hit us up on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, I'll look forward to your company next week on the podcast. Until then, I'm Troy Dean. Go Elevate. <laughs>